Des Morning News Express, second hour. Raring to go, Bob Miller, Ryan Hedrick. And can you smell that, Ryan? It's the weekend. The weekend. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it, Bob. Friday, I have a little bit more energy, you know, because we have uh, one foot out the door, so we're ready to go. Except for, <laughs> and nobody cares about this, but I'll tell you, except for the five shows that I have to produce before I go home <laughs> for the weekend. Wah, 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 wah. Did you have five shows to do when you were here? Seven. Seven? Yeah. What were they? The seven shows that I had to do. What were they called? One show, two show, three show, four show, five show, six show, okay. seven show. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, I used to, I used to have to do at least three. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's all good. It is you what know, it is, right? Yeah. You got to do what you got to do, man. Did That's you, the job. You, you had the, um, you had the golf show, right? At I had one the golf point? show, I had the real estate show. I did the um, spotlight on local business. Oh yeah, it was the uh, yeah. the the public affairs show that you do. Yeah, the public affairs show that I do um, will soon be handled by somebody else. We're turning that over. Uh, I think the newsroom is going to take that back. But it's been a great journey with the public affairs show. There's been some people that I would have normally not talked to at all. I remember a conversation with Donna Kazemchek, and I remember the what I remember most is the negotiation that took place between Donna and I over email, over phone. Uh, it took a few weeks to get her to convince her that I wasn't going to railroad her on the, uh, on the air. And I'll never forget. I ended the interview this way. Um, I said, Donna, I said, I'm going to use this opportunity. You have two minutes and I'm going to let you get the last word in. And she paused. <laughs> and she said, Wow. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> well, she obviously has listened. Yeah. And, yeah. and then and then about four weeks after that, because this was like at the height of the pandemic. So I was hired at the height of the pandemic, right? About uh, like November 2020, you know, about right. five or six months after the pandemic had struck and you'd moved to, to Florida. And we were talking about the danger of masking kids and how nonsensical it was. And, and I articulated that in order for children to be uh, properly instructed about sounding out words and, and basic communication, the English language, they need to learn to read lips. It's critical to their uh, development, at least their uh, curriculum, right? Mm -hmm. And she took to Facebook and ripped me, called me stupid, didn't exactly name me. But I just, you know, it, we talk about it all the time, Bob, trying to get the other side to the table, right? But when you do, they don't necessarily want to have a dialogue. There's no dialogue. In, they want a monologue. And that's sad. That's where we are in the media these days. Everybody has an echo chamber. They have this podcaster, that podcaster, something like that. So that's my fond memory from the public affairs show. Well, and and I think you did a great job, and it sounds like Kurt Cronkey now going, what, what do you say after that? And my, my friend also uh, texted me, and she, remind me that she reminded me that public affairs is very good 
for networking also again we we've done oh, yeah. A, yeah we've done a lot of shows i've done uh, we've done live shows so coming up in the eight o'clock hour bob we're going to talk to the american cancer society they're having the relay for life event this weekend and also the hagerstown airport uh, the the museum uh, that we uh, we talk to sometimes john d pasquale will join us they have a really cool display for father's day that they want to share with us so all that straight ahead. We have a busy show today, Bob. Yeah, we do. Well, let's get to it, right? Um, the Orioles, man, what another good win for the Orioles. I would do this. I would say this because, you know, there was an article the other day. It said, you know, the Orioles lost and broke their five-game winning streak. I will take five and one and then five and one all year long. Oh, yeah. Uh, one loss out of every five games, you Here's better believe it. In baseball, you don't have to have like consecutive ones. Like in football, it's, it's good to put together win streaks or basketball. Baseball, all you want to do is win series, and that's exactly what the Birds did. I'll tell you how they did it coming up next. And uh, sad news to report involving Ray Lewis this morning. Breaking news, 6.15 at WFMD. 9.30 WFMD. Sports up. And I'm going to start right there. Ray Lewis III, the son of Baltimore legend Ray Lewis, has died. He was 28. The elder Lewis, who's now 48, starred for the Ravens from 96 to 2012, winning the NFL Defensive Player of the Year in 2000 and 2003, and Super Bowl titles in 2000 and 2012. Meanwhile, the Orioles did get it done against the Blue Jays yesterday 4 to 2 they are in chicago this uh, afternoon at 210 for a first pitch against the cubs 616 wfmd and wfmd.com that's all right it's 621 at wfmd bob miller ryan hedrick with you on a tgif friday bob i wanted to if i if i could go back to that Ray Lewis story. I had to read the story a couple of times to understand what really happened. And, you know, the one thing missing from the story is obviously the cause of death. So TMZ is saying this morning that uh, Ray Lewis III has died. He was 28. And haven't we seen this before? Now, Ray Lewis III played college football at Miami, just like his father. Uh, the younger Lewis was a running back in his home state of Florida and later played cornerback at Coastal Carolina and Division II Virginia Union. But again, uh, the big part of the story is what caused his death. He was only 28. There wasn't a whole lot. When I saw this yesterday, I was like, wow, is this old or is this new? There, and, I, you know, you go to sources, and I really didn't see anything. And then when you type it in, um, it, it really doesn't say anything other than his other brother sat there and said, I hope you're finally in peace. So when I read something like that, it automatically I think of, you know, self-inflicted mm-hmm. um, a suicide. And I hope that's, I mean, you know, 28, that's really a sad, you know, you have a whole lot to live for in your life. And, um, you know, it, 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 I'm sure it's going to be tough to uh, deal with. For sure. Yeah. And, and the other kind of weird story here is Connor McGregor. Now, this guy has had some trouble in the past with his, uh, with his temper, but there was a a skit that went wrong at the NBA Finals, and he ended up punching the mascot and sending the mascot to the ER. This guy's a professional fighter. Well, a woman is claiming 
that NBA security and Miami Heat security cornered her, sent her into a bathroom with Conor McGregor, and that Conor McGregor attempted to sexually assault the woman and did so by forcibly kissing her, but couldn't uh, couldn't get couldn't perform, uh, so to speak. And she has shared that information with the Miami police, so there's that investigation. We've seen this before with, uh, didn't that happen with Ben Roethlisberger, but Roethlisberger was actually accused of carrying out the rape, accused of cornering the woman. Security wouldn't let her out of the bathroom, and he ended up raping her. You know, the experience of professional athletes sexually assaulting women The list is a mile long as the accusations are a mile long. It's hard to tell in instances like this where a big superstar like that is accused of of doing something like that. Right. I mean, obviously, also, there's a, and I hate to say it sometimes because it's a false accusation. I mean, we have seen that, I mean, throughout the years, and um, it's a hard one. It doesn't matter. I mean, it does matter whether you did it or not, but if you didn't do it and you're accused of it, that sticks with you for a long time. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Ben Roethlisberger thing was a long time ago. So, I mean, uh, that's a sad one. And when you're a public figure, that kind of stuff can happen. And you have to you have to be able to weather that. And if he did, if he did do it, well, then he needs to go to jail. Yeah, he needs to do something. I mean, I'm sure some people think, well, she just wants a big payout. Well, then if he tried to do something against her will, then she deserves it. Yeah. How about um, how about the perception? So somebody like my wife, who is a little biased when it comes to the Buffalo Bills and the Steelers have something going on. But uh, somebody like my wife automatically associates that incident with Ben Roethlisberger a long time ago. And even though nothing was ever proven or, you know, he was never convicted, the stigma of the accusations will exist. And if it's not true, you know, Conor McGregor will be associated with something that he's accused of that he may or may not be convicted of. Right. And and the other thing is, if he's if he, you know, if he's innocent, then she needs to pay. Yeah, I've often thought about that. Like, what about the accuser? So remember when Brett Kavanaugh was going through the confirmation process Mm -hmm. and they dug up his past and they had that hashtag on social media, believe the women. And then when Andrew Cuomo was accused of doing that, it took months and months and months and months and several accusers, I think like 20 accusers, uh, to finally prove and get Cuomo out of office and Cuomo later accused Letitia James the attorney general of being political like it was a political attack but when it comes to these situations there's rarely a case where and accusations have been proven false before that women are held accountable for falsely accusing men of doing these things that that damage their reputation forever yeah, and and um, of course, again, when it is something that actually has happened, then you know it, everything is on the table. But when it hasn't happened, I mean, you know, we we had like you said that whole hashtag movement, and you know, it was it wasn't true. She got she what what did she get? 
Nothing. Hmm. I mean, you know, it was this guy's reputation and, uh, well, her reputation now. But, I mean, that just kind of goes by the wayside. And and you'll see that a lot of people uh, on the left will sit there and say, well, you know, she was, we had to believe her. She was, uh, it was 20 years ago. I don't remember 20 years ago. Right. I don't, <laughs> I'm lucky if I remember last week. Right. So, right. I, you know, I don't I mean, there are things that are somebody said something like uh, imprinted on your brain forever. There are moments that are imprinted on my brain forever. And um, but for the most part, they're in and out there. That's it because they, they, my mind needs to be ready for a new memory. Mm hmm. It is uh, 627 going up at 628 at WFMD and WFMD.com. And the Morning News Express rolling along on a Friday. Well, Friday at 640-ish, we always are joined by the man, the myth, the legend. He is one and only Dave Serio, the host of You Ought to Know, Saturdays right here on WFMD. His appearance brought to you by BG Products. There you go. Dave, how are you, sir? Oh, you mean that was that introduction was mine? Holy moly. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't even recognize myself. Good morning. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dave, good morning. Hey, good uh, what do you think of the Orioles? Four to two winners yesterday, won another series of, against the Blue Jays in a short turnaround because they're already in Chicago uh, getting yep. set for a weekend set with the Cubs. A two twenty game on a Friday afternoon. Now, I know Chicago is weird, but that's just weird. I'm telling you, it, it's not Dave. They've been doing this for decades in Chicago. Two twenty well, yeah, starts. Well, when they didn't have lights, uh, but we uh, they have lights now. So I mean, you know, for years and years they did it because they didn't have lights at Chicago Stadium. But well, and now, years so. and years ago it was safer. I mean, so I, I nowadays they don't want anybody to be Friday out at night. Game. The Orioles going to have the season other than maybe a home opener. You know, that's it. Right. So you you'd rather have all. They're doing well. They're doing unbelievably well. Great pitching, great hitting, timely. It, it, they're doing everything right. You'd rather have a night game in Chicago against the Cubs instead of a day a day game today. No, no, but it's just a little unusual for the fans. Now, you know, we're going to have to. A lot of people will not be home to be able to watch the game, so they're going to have to, you know, put it on their computer screen at work and make it look like they're working, you know. Well, they're going to have to have a double screen because, you know, the U.S. Open is going on, too, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, Bob. Yeah. Oh, hey, I am. <laughs> no, I'm just going to say to my way, it's it. awfully I hot. i got to watch the U.S. Open. <laughs> right. Hey, so, uh, Dave, any any recalls today? We, we do have some. Uh, Jeep is recalling uh, their Cherokees, uh, their Grand Cherokees, and their Grand Cherokee Ls. There are 331,000 involved. It turns out, very importantly, the rear coil spring can just exit the vehicle. Not a good thing. Very tough to have control of the vehicle once that happens. And they have had some situations where these guys have exited. So those vehicles are being recalled. It's going to be most 2020s. All 21s, all 22s, and 98% of the 23s are all included in this recall. Grand Cherokees and Grand Cherokee Ls. Now, we also have Toyota, Kia, and Land Rover all involved in recalls. They don't tell you in this recall information of what year the Kia Sportages are. They got 99,000 of them, and they say older. 
So I'm thinking somewhere in the early, like the 2010s, 2013s, somewhere around there. Corolla Cross Hybrid SUVs, fairly new vehicle from Toyota. They're being recalled. That's 2022s and 2023s. And then we have 13,000 Land Rover Range Rovers. Uh, they're being recalled. The discoveries also from 2017 through 20. All these recalls are listed on my website, DaveSerio.com, and go to the newsroom, and the stories are right there to give you all the information on all of these recalls. But those are the vehicles right now that are being recalled. Busy week in the recall business. Recall. All right, Dave. Thank you very much. What was that? Recall. I don't know. <laughs> oh, recall. Oh, recalls. Okay. I recall. Mean, oh. Yeah. Oh. Don't let him have too Bob, much time. We're not, we're not used to that wittiness. That's what yeah, it is. Right. Nobody's used to that. <laughs> All right. Dave, thank you very much. We have to go for Tomorrow sports. at 10. Tomorrow at 10. You ought to know. Hosted by good. the iconic Dave Serio. program remote broadcast. All right. All right, Dave, thank you. Thanks, guys. All right, 646 at WFMD. He is Bob over there in the shorts. I am Ryan here with the ripped jeans. Yes, I have ripped jeans on. You know why, Bob? Because you're woke. <laughs> what? You're what woke. does that That's have to do with woke people do? They no, ripped jeans. No, I'm comfortable. Jeans. No, 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 no. Unless they're a farmer no. and they just can't afford to go down to the southern states and well, get a new pair. That, that's me. I work in radio. Uh-huh. I can't afford jeans without holes in them. Yeah, Six forty-six. Yeah. Nine thirty. All right. All I have time to tell you really is that the Orioles get a four-two victory over the Blue Jays. And guess what? They're in Chicago, the Windy City, this afternoon, as Dave Serio just alluded to, for a 2-10 first pitch against the Cubs. I will be watching that simultaneously, the U.S. Open, right? 647 at WFMD. Good Friday morning.